This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Well, we thought it was great. Um, we first noticed it in Germany in the Bundesliga, where Borussia Mönchengladbach did it in their stadium at the beginning of June. And um, we looked at that, and uh, obviously we were in partial lockdown, and we were looking for different ways in which we can keep our staff employed. And we thought, yeah, we can do that, because um, tenants have been going for 50 years, and we produce uh, license plates and road signs. So we thought, yeah, we'll have a crack at this, and um, we thought it'd be fun as well. So uh, rather than having empty stadia, we thought uh, we can do these uh, avatars or the comics board cutouts, life-size, and put them in the seats of the fans. So they're represented in the stadium rather than empty seats. Yeah, I love the idea. And I mean, I've seen some pictures uh, kind of, you know, replicates the same idea behind the cover of the Sgt. Pepper's album. You know, it's just a collage. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but tell me then, uh, so you got up and running with this idea uh, about how many have you produced so far and who are these people? Well, um, we've done, we're just moving towards 2000 now in the first week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're aiming, we got the first home game on Sunday. Uh, so we're aiming to get over 2,500, maybe 3,000 in for Sunday, and then to build it up to probably about 5,000, which would be uh, yeah, a very good take-up from uh, the supporters. Bearing in mind, of course, that um, the season was postponed and um, they haven't had refunds on the tickets, but uh, their love for the club and their devotion to the club means they still want to be represented there. And uh, we're getting what. Wide range of people, because um, we, we're finding that we get a lot of international supporters that uh, are, are buying the cardboard cutouts because they can't normally uh, go to a game, but now they've got uh-huh. the opportunity of seeing their, seeing themselves in the stands. In fact, I think there's a there's a Toronto uh, Nottingham Forest supporters club. They call themselves the Toronto Trickies, and I'm hoping that they're going to make an appearance in the stadium as well. So how does this work then? I mean, uh, you solicit their pictures, you put them on the cardboard cutout. Uh, how do you arrange for where they're going to be placed? Uh, and what does it cost? Is it done on a one-off basis? Can you have a season subscription or at law, as long as the pandemic keeps us in lockdown and uh, people aren't allowed into the stadium? How does this all work? Yeah, it's, it's a one-off charge of £20, so probably about $25. And that lasts for the, the whole of the lockdown period. Um, the, the fans don't get to have their lightness in their own seats. We're putting them in the most uh, camera-effective uh, areas so mm. they can have the most exposure on TV. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been good fun. What, what we're also finding is that uh, it starts off quite serious. And I think the Germans, when they did it, was all quite serious. But very quickly we found there was uh, pet dogs coming in with forest shirts on, <laughs> uh, the, the cats. We even had a duck appear. Um, there's been one or two uh, rival fans where uh, people who had a friend who sports a different team and they took a picture of them and uh, posted them in the crowd so it's um, yeah, light hearted as well well I was going to say I mean do you vet who these people are or what their bona fides are because I understand in I guess it was New Zealand or Australia there was a, a rugby team who actually one of the fans had sent in a likeness of a serial killer and uh, he ends up in yeah. the stands as well <laughs> Yeah, quirky is fine, offensive isn't. So, yes, we do have to vet them and uh, make sure there's nothing uh, offensive going in. So we like quirky, we like fun, but, uh, yeah, anything offensive, any, any rude gestures or uh, yeah, any notorious characters that are uh, quickly weeded out, or hopefully we weeded them all out.
Yeah, and you don't want the opposing team's avatars, uh, you know, doing any kind of hooligan thing against your own avatar. That could turn into <laughs> anyway. But now, uh, are the clubs on side with this, or I mean, are they demanding a cut of the action? Do they insist that the proceeds from this go to charity after you've covered your own costs? How does that work financially? There's different approaches. Some clubs charge a bit more, and there's a charity donation. Uh, our local club, Nottingham Forest, have gone for a lower price, and. Uh, yeah, they get a small cut for using their facilities and their staff to put the boards out. But uh, we're trying to keep it as, as reasonably priced as uh, possible so we can get as many people involved. There's a lot, there's a lot of kids um, appearing as well who probably are too, early, oh, sorry, too young to go to the games. So, um, no, it's, it's, a, it's a nice, fun way to get people involved. Those who already got season tickets, but uh, people who can't normally attend uh, the games as well. And so uh, when they're finished with the likeness in the stadium, do these uh, then pictures or likenesses get repatriated to the people? Can they buy them back, or uh, do they own that property, uh, or are these repurposed some way, somehow? We, we did look at um, returning them to um, the purchasers, but um, there's going to be too many with real sort of you know, 5,000, so to sort them all out and find the original owners, it could be difficult. But we have got the option on the website um, that they can purchase additional copies. So a lot of people are buying one uh, board to go into the stadium and then additional boards to have at home or to, for gifts. And we, we recently had Father's Day over here in the UK and it proved popular for that as well. It'd be interesting to see if, you know, as this goes on increasingly in favour, if the pandemic is prolonged, this could be the new wave. Now, you'd need the accompanying sound of a crowd as well, wouldn't you? I mean, in the absence of that, it's still something's lacking, is it not? Yeah, on, on the TV coverage, they're, they're piping in music, which I'm not too comfortable with myself. Um, and then there's uh, there's one or two companies out there that are doing uh, a service offering bespoke uh, chants from clubs. But I think you've got to be a bit careful there with some of the uh, industrial language. <laughs> At least with our avatars, they're, they're well behaved. <laughs> industrial language, okay. And the music you're not comfortable with, was that the Bundesliga? They weren't playing Deutschland Uber Alice or anything like that, were they? I mean, what's going on over there? <laughs> what's going on over in the continent? Uh, we'll need to know. Alrighty, this is a fascinating way of <laughs> turning it around and, uh, you know, yeah. making lemonade out of a lemon uh, because we, we have this pandemic. Alright, I appreciate your weighing in this afternoon, Tony. Wish you the best and we'll watch with interest, you know, when we get the feed on the telly over on this side. Uh, yeah, well, the, the first game um, is on Sunday. I know the Toronto Trickers we're watching, they go to the, is it Liberty Commons Bar? It may well be. I don't frequent all of these establishments, you've got to understand, <laughs> but uh, let's just go with that. Yeah, it sounds good. Liberty Village, I think that would be about right. Yeah. Liberty Street, I think that's uh, where it yeah. is. But uh, Yeah, so hopefully we'll have a worldwide au uh, audience to, uh, to see our cardboard fans on uh, Sunday, Sunday morning, your time. The cats, the dogs, and the other assorted ne'er-do-wells. Yes, yes. They'll all be there. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.